Welcome back. Thank you for joining us this week on Talk HTM, a podcast that sparks conversations about unheard experiences, ambitions, connections, and manifestations in the field of hospitality. Every other week, we discuss an opportunity that students can take advantage of while on campus or a hot take on topics within the hospitality and tourism industry. We want to help you grow in every possible way, and we aim to do that by having conversations and rehashing details that are boxed in student life experiences. I'm your host, Impul, and this week, we're sitting down with three guests to talk about their experience with choosing air of emphasis. Firstly, we'll talk about food service with Madison Broad, who is in her fourth year in HFTM program. She loves everything about hospitality, from working in hotels to traveling the world to working with an amazing HTMSA team. We are so happy to have her here today. Our next guest is Alessa, who will be talking about hotel and lodging as her area of emphasis. She's currently on co-op at Four Seasons Resort in Whistler, working as front desk and concierge agent. She loves mountains and being around family and friends. We can't wait for her to share her experience with us today. Moving forward, we will be covering tourism with Oscar Charlin, who's extremely passionate about tourism and hospitality. He loves exploring and discovering what makes people happy. He describes himself as a chatterbox, and we're so looking forward to have him here today. So, let's talk HTM. Hi, today we have Madison Broad as our talk HTM guest, and she's going to be talking about food service as her area of emphasis. Hi, Madison. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you for coming here today and sharing your personal experience. Um, Getting started, what made you choose your area of emphasis? Well, I wanted to go into an event planning uh, business once I graduate and I was a little confused at first which area of emphasis to go into because each area offers event planning as one of the mandatory courses. So I talked to our academic advisor and she said to me what is always at an event that you remember whether it was good or bad and that's food. So that's what kind of shifted me towards food service out of all three. That is interesting because um, I think it's a dilemma that every single student goes through um, in their first years. Even personally, um, I am I'm a part of hospitality and lodging. And I also had that question. I had a, I was confused if I want to go in food service or if I want to go in um, hospitality. And I think, you, yeah, Allison is a great person to reach out to. She's a great resource. She has a lot of knowledge and experience in that field. Um, so she's a great person to take that advice. And I am glad that you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Which industry do you think has more scope in the near future, considering the COVID situation and all the things that are happening in today's business world? Yeah, hospitality and the whole industry has taken a huge impact during the pandemic. And even though we need food to live and survive, restaurants have even had or been significantly impacted by the pandemic with their capacity maximums. So I'm hopeful that now with the reopening of Ontario and vaccination passports, that will improve. But I'm honestly looking forward to traveling because personally, I love traveling and I hope that it will be easier now. So 
And I think everybody, since they've been locked up, everybody will want to start going out and traveling and doing as much as they can. So I would think that travel would and tourism would be the most, I guess, out of all three. I definitely agree with you because I think with COVID, everybody, every single person, families, kids, they've been just sitting at home, right? Mm-hmm. And Exactly. Once now they have now they're vaccinated. Everybody wants to just get out and travel, go somewhere. I know, like when uh, the news came that U.S. is opening their borders, and like a lot of my friends were like, "We're going, like we're going on a yeah. vacation in November." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I definitely think travel is at the top of the list for a lot of people. And I think with travel, like indirectly, hospitality is also going to benefit. The mm-hmm. food service is also going to benefit. So yeah. it it is something that um, you know, even if a choice, if if you're making a choice of choosing any any specific area of emphasis, like in near future, you know, the the industry is going to recover very fast. So mm-hmm. it's good for you to choose any of them. Like they're all good and. If you even if you're thinking no tourism's better now, but I think indirectly, directly, all those area of emphasis, all those industries are gonna um, have a great um, great scope to work. Yeah, for yeah. sure, I agree. If you could go back in time, would you have made a different choice? Um, yes, I have contemplated event planning. Um, specifically in the last year and not that food service is um, a bad industry to be in it's something that doesn't necessarily spike my interest as much as say hotel and lodging does and given like I said before we have to take event planning and each and every one um, it may have been beneficial to I've taken hotel and lodging. And then if say event planning doesn't work out for me, I can always shift back onto hotel and lodging. But to be fair, I have really been enjoying HCM 3090, which is the restaurant operations and running PJ's restaurant. And that is something that only food service majors and nutrition students get to experience. So that's been a lot of fun and that's a benefit of taking food service for sure. That's awesome. I know. I always wanted to work at PJ's um, just just because I was part of hospitality and now I already had my co-op. I wasn't able to do it. <laughs> um, but it really seems fun. Like whenever I walk through the uh, corridors and like I watch the students like run a, running a restaurant. That's awesome. That like, yeah. sounds like a very fun experience. Yeah. Come visit. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right. So the next question is, what are you planning to do after graduating? Um, if all goes according to plan, hopefully get an intern position or some type of job to experience the event planning um, industry. Again, with COVID, hopefully that's a possibility, but I want to explore and experience that more hands on and immerse myself in that. Um, and then I'd also really like to take a few months to travel if I can and go to a couple of countries around the world. So For cross sure. fingers. That sounds like a wonderful plan. And I and I really hope that works out for you and you land an amazing job after you graduate. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you for coming here today and sharing your experience. And just closing question, one advice for the newcomers who are still deciding on their area of emphasis. I would say if you have the opportunities to experience and volunteer in any situation, whether it's uh, joining a committee or taking that job offer, do it because a classroom experience is going to be much different than actual work experience. And again, being in that environment, um, you learn a lot of things. And I didn't start, you know, event planning until I joined HCMSA and I've learned a lot just through that in the last couple of months even so I definitely say if you have an experience option take it that sounds like a very wonderful advice for our listeners thank you Madison thank you for coming today thank you for having me Next, we have Alyssa, and she's a part of hotel and lodging in the area of emphasis. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Imbol? Good, thank you. We're so glad that you're here today uh, to share your experience uh, with choosing your area of emphasis. Just to go, just to begin, what made you choose your area of emphasis? Um, Well, mainly I was choosing between food and beverage and the lodging industry. Um, I found it a tough decision, but I think what ultimately made me decide was I already had experience in a food and beverage working at Earl's as a server and a server assistant. Um, and then my parents also own a little pastry shop, so I got to work up in the kitchen there. So I got a bit of like a taste of that side and I thought, why not try something new? Um, so I chose the lodging stream because I really didn't know anything about it. Um, besides like the very basics. Uh, so that's kind of what led me to that. I really don't think there's a, a wrong stream to choose though. So don't be afraid to choose any of the three. <laughs> that is so sweet. How, how was it uh, working at your, uh, the pastry shop at your parents? Um, it was good. I actually really liked it. Um, it was a, an easy like easygoing environment, which I really enjoyed. I learned a lot. Of course, it's a little bit different when it's a family business. There's a different kind of atmosphere you have there. Um, Yeah, that might be a reason why I enjoyed it so much, but I definitely can see myself going back there maybe after I graduate or, you know, Christmas time or something. That's awesome. So basically your experience um, in the area of work really helped you choose that help you make that decision about uh choosing that stream right yes exactly it kind of helped me filter out what i like and what i don't like and kind of pushed me to that area that i didn't really know yet so like that's why i chose um lodging because i hadn't had any exposure to it so i thought you know what might as well go for it and see what i like what i don't like that's awesome and i hope that the this choice is working out for you and you're liking um you know you're you're happy to be a part of it yep Thank you. So which industry do you think has uh, more scope in the near future? Like, what do you think is the best career choice that, you know, that's coming in near future? Uh, I feel like that's a little tough to say with COVID being a play in other recent um, past couple of years, <laughs> unfortunately. But I think with that being said, uh, so I work in a hotel right now it really seems like all three streams like tourism, food and beverage and lodging have 
a lot of demand. You know, I work at the front desk and, you know, you're always recommending restaurants to guests. Uh, you're always talking with travel agencies as well. And of course, like you're working in a hotel and they're always um, looking for get, um, for um, staff as well right now. So I feel like you can't really go wrong with choosing one of the, the three streams to learn and, and grow in. Um, I do know that food and beverage and, and also the uh, lodging industry has a lot of demand right now. So well, those could be two good ones to choose, but don't be discouraged if you chose any of the three. Yeah, that's awesome. And I kind of agree that um, all these streams are interrelated, like they're very interdependent on each other. Like if the tourism is going to, um, you know, have more scope, like it's indirectly going to have an impact on hospitality and restaurants as well, because they are also like the, you know, service providers, right? And, you know, if the one or the other works out, it's just like they're so interdependent and uh, they benefit each other. Um, you know, whichever streams like growing more. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and I think like also the skills are super transferable between all three. So, you know, if you choose one and you realize, oh, this is not really what I want, then I think you can definitely switch to another one, like either it's work or maybe in school with some different courses too. Uh, so I think that's the great thing about, you know, our program as well. That's actually really a good point and uh, that we didn't touch in the whole episode is is the transferability of the of the skills that we, we um, you know, learn in hospitality or in food service. That is very true. And that's a great point um, that even if whatever you choice you're making, it it will like it will help you um, in either in, in either of the streams, whatever you want to choose in future. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so sweet of you to share that. Yeah. Of course. So if you could go back in time, do you think you would have made uh, a different choice about your uh, area of emphasis? I I don't think so. Um, even though kind of being like in a co-op now and already being um, having three years of school, uh, I don't think I would choose a different area of emphasis because it gave me direction and like it gave me answers of what I enjoy and what I don't enjoy um, and I think if I just went with food and beverage I would have always been wondering oh what does the hotel industry look like you know because like I've been exposed to the food and beverage but I haven't been to a hotel maybe that's opposite with some other students um, but for me personally I think it was a good choice to go with something that I hadn't hadn't known or or um, had any background information on. That's nice that you have a kind of a personality that wants to, um, you know, explore new areas instead of, you know, like when people are like, oh, no, I'm only comfortable in this and I'm going to stick to this. I don't want to go out of my comfort zone. Right. But I also like I'm a big uh, I endorse this point that you should explore as many things possible during your university life, like do as many things that you can in your university life because this is the only time it's possible. After that, you're going to be responsible. You're going to be, you're going to have more um, co commitments to like related to life, related to family. Like you won't have this chance. You won't have this time again. So this is like, this is the peak point. Like do everything that you can in this, in this five years, in this four years. I, I <laughs> yeah. totally like just just jump on it you know even if you like apply for interviews or anything or clubs and you get rejected that's totally okay because those interviews are going to prep you for you know when it really really counts for a job 
or for maybe a club in fourth year, even if you don't get in first or second year, definitely don't get discouraged. And I think if you keep trying and if you get knocked down a little bit, I think it shows a bigger, you know, person if you're able to keep trying at it and not not go, you know, hiding a little in a little corner, which is totally okay. I've done that too. Um, exactly. Going and, and being okay and being patient with yourself. So I think just like exactly what you said, just just trying your best and putting yourself out there. And university is such a great place for that because they present with you all these opportunities you know it's like yeah this club this club this club or during co-op for example like you have these jobs you can apply for it's just it's kind of like on a little plate for you <laughs> yeah yeah and like we were just talking to uh oscar about the resources that university provides is that there are so many professors there are so many um people that have so much experience in the industry that you can always reach out to and ask for help like it you don't have to struggle it on your own you don't have to um be scared about it just reach out to those people who know who have so much knowledge about it and just ask them, like, what do you think is best, right? Um, I think we we both have uh, been in a situation where we have reached out to Allison and be like, Allison, could you please help me? Like, what do I do with this? Oh, sure. I think I did that the other week or so. Yeah, so yeah, definitely don't be discouraged. And just, just try your best, put yourself out there. And it's yeah. okay if rejection comes or anything. For sure. So what are you planning to do after graduating? Um, oh boy. <laughs> um, I decided between like two paths, either go to pastry school um, and then possibly take over my parents' business or like step into their shoes a little bit uh, with that business degree. I think it also helps a little bit as well. Or, or maybe go work in a hotel somewhere abroad. I think that's what I love about the hospitality industry is you can really combine working with traveling and like life experiences and you can mash into one because, um, you know, you need to earn money to, you know, you can do all the fun stuff too. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe go explore a little bit, but work at the same time in another hotel or do a pastry school or apprenticeship somewhere eventually in Europe. I know I like this reminded me of this uh, video that I watched on uh, Instagram it was like people take people take days off for vacation but like we people it's like every day is a vacation for us exactly I know like we go to work and we work uh so hard but you know like with hospitality it's it's just lovely I love this stream and I love this field um and I'm so passionate about this and um and I really like it and whosoever is making choices today so to our listeners if you're making a choice today don't be scared um choose whatever you're passionate about like whatever you think you want to learn about whatever you think you want to explore um do that go ahead with it (laughs) exactly no I totally agree with that yeah, so Alessa, if there's one one thing that you would like to uh, tell our listeners or one advice that you would share um, with them, what would it be? Ooh, I think maybe that it's okay to make changes. I think a lot of people might, especially me in first and second year, deciding what area of emphasis to go into, 
might think like, oh my God, it's a really big decision. Like once I choose something, I can't switch or I'm gonna be stuck in it. But to know if you pick one of the streams, like either way, you're gonna learn what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. Um, you're gonna grow from it, get lots of life experiences, I'm sure, whether you like pick a job based on it or no matter what, like just even your school courses, but it's okay to, to change your mind. You know, like you don't have to stick with that exact emphasis. I mean, maybe you do, I don't know, Allison will probably know. <laughs> yeah. um, you just take different courses in different areas or, you know, you decide like, okay, you go into lodging and then you realize you don't really like it, but then maybe try a job outside of school that's food and beverage or tourism, just to, you know, explore a little bit. But yeah, don't be afraid to make changes. Don't get discouraged if you think you chose the wrong one. Uh, I don't think there is a wrong one because no matter what, you're going you're gonna to take something away from it that's uh, positive and maybe even negative things, but that'll teach you what you what you enjoy and what you don't and what you can tolerate and what you can't. Yeah, that sounds so positive. And it's nice that by the end of your, like, in your fourth and fifth year, you're like, you become this really mature person who is, you know, like, who's sharing these positive approach to life when in comparison to in first year when we're all scared and we're all nervous and we're like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what, which choice to make. But it's it's awesome that you said that it's okay. It's okay to make that change. It's okay to feel um, that this didn't work out for me because you definitely again, you did learn what you wanted and what you didn't want from the whole experience. Exactly. It's, it's always so easy to look back and be like, oh, that was the right choice or that wasn't the right choice. But in the moment, you know, as, a, as one of the younger students, like it's so easy to be confused. And I think we all were there not knowing what to do or being torn between two or, you know, just wishing, oh, I wish I could just do a little bit of both or a little bit of all three. Like, how am I supposed to know when I'm only, I don't know, 19? 18 20 around there you know yeah, sure it's, but it's all gonna work out it's all gonna be okay so I think that's something to just keep in mind yeah that's awesome thank you so much Alyssa for um sharing such wonderful advice and sharing your experience with the whole um choice of Arif emphasis thank you for thank you so much for coming today and um yeah of course thank you for having me it's always great talking with you So next, we have Oscar Charlotte, who's going to be talking about the tourism aspect of Air of Emphasis. Hi, Oscar. How are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I've never seen one of these podcasts, if I'm being honest, but, um, you know, that's the point of it, right? So hopefully for whoever's listening, they can learn something. Awesome. We are so happy to have you here today. So getting right into it, what made you choose Air, your, your Air of Emphasis? Uh, so there's a few things. Um, first, you know, when I was in high school, I, I didn't really have an idea of what the, you know, the workforce looked like. I just thought um, working was just, you know, getting in a suit, going to an office, sitting on your chair for eight hours. And mostly that's because um, I started working at a camp when I was 15. So as a, a camp counselor. So that was me being outside, talking to parents, you know, going to nice places. Uh, the camp I worked at was actually on a provincial park, which is really nice. So um, we'd have lots of people there, so we'd be able to manage that. Um, so I just thought, what's an industry where I, I could be outside, I could, you know, do things, be 
and you know, I just I picked tourism and you know, as I was going through the thought process when I was picking my degree, uh, I just thought, you know, opportunity to learn some cool things, uh, potentially travel. And one thing, probably like the, the first thing that started me on the course uh, and on the area of emphasis was that I, I hate numbers. You know, so I, I went into first year and I, I was undeclared and, you know, everyone has economics uh, in business first year. And I was one of those guys in high school where, you know, you get 80s or 90s in all your courses and it comes to math and, you know, it's not it's not a 90. That's all I'll say. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of the few reasons why I had to, decided to go into tourism. And it's just it was just the, the industry that was least like a, a regular job, you know, what you would think, you know, office nine to five, Monday to Friday, you know, nothing interesting. So I like to keep it exciting. Totally. I can relate that to it so much because this is also like one of the reasons why I chose hospitality. I was like, I, I don't think I can ever imagine myself being a part of that nine to five routine and like going to the office, you know, sitting in front of the computer and like, like we don't have any problem with the people who do it, but it's just not for me. Like I can't do it. I'm like, I really enjoyed as well. Like I really enjoyed interacting with people, talking with them, you know, like uh, knowing their experience and how they're feeling. And I feel like hospitality is a great pathway to it. And and it's awesome that you made that choice. And I'm pretty sure for students who uh, don't like numbers can relate to you as well, that then they can this can definitely help them to make a nice decision about which area of emphasis to choose because they can really like relate to your experience. Uh, which industry do you think has more scope in the near future? What do you think is going to work the best? Uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm not trying to sound biased because, you know, I've been talking about the outdoors and how I worked at camp and everything, but um, ecotourism as a part of the industry that's really, really growing just because, you know, I'm sure, especially Guelph, because we're such a, you know, campus that focuses on sustainability. And honestly, I think everyone at Guelph is a little little bit of a hippie, you know, at least, at least 10%. Um, so the new generation is starting to care about the environment for us. So with ecotourism also comes sustainable tourism. Um, so things like getting outside, going on walks, your typical like things like going to Disneyland or going to major cities. Um, that's something that's really not slowing down, but, you know, niche trips, personal trips, that sort of thing is really increasing. Um, plus during COVID, uh, obviously, people haven't been able to travel, so uh, domestic tourism is something that's really been increasing. So discovering your own backyard, uh, for example, at the place I work, there's this thing called a staycation. So um, you go to a hotel, they'll give you a $50 dis uh, visa gift card to spend on tourism activities in the area. So, you know, you go to Hamilton, for example, and you can check out uh, there's a zoo there. There's, you know, an old castle there, things like that. Um, um, you know, yeah, if anyone wants to work at Blue Mountain, I definitely recommend it. But ecotourism, sustainable tourism, and also, you know, looking for that experience and that, that meaningful trip. That's yeah. something that's really been increasing. Yeah, for sure. I, I love that you mentioned that nowadays tourism is more becoming more about discovering and, you know, uh, finding new places. And I totally agree because 
every time like I want to plan a trip, I'm like, what is the one place that has not been discovered? Like, let's just go there because, you know, there's so much beauty in the nature. And like every time you go, it's just something new and like so, so much memorable, um, you know, experiences instead of going to places that are niche and like, you know, that are already been seen in the pictures. and the Exactly. Movies. Exactly. Right. Like you want to go somewhere that you have never seen. And, and it's, it's one of them like over tourism has been a thing that's as a result. So, you know, um, there's a few, you know, Justin Bieber album, I forgot what it was, took a mm -hmm. shot on a, on a peak in Iceland in a cave and that place, you know, so many people went there and, you know, it became a bit, a bit of a popular destination, you know, places like Paris, it's just, it's nice to find a different oh area God. to see. Yeah. Like it's, I've I've done I've learned I've read so many case studies and so many news articles where like even like people of Paris and um you know or other place, places that have or over tourism they're like don't come here like please exactly. don't come here like it's been hard for the locals and it's been hard for them to accept the fact that it's just so much uh, interference in their personal lives that over tourism is doing and and it's and it's sad because I don't think I would want to, you know, like live at a place where like it's so busy that I can't even go to work on time or I can re reach work on time because, you know, the buses are packed or tra transportation's packed due to people on it. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I agree. Um, just a good example of that, like um, Vienna, I believe, you know, the places with the canals and uh, pardon me, the, you know, the waterways where you can paddle they would get, I think their population is around 50,000, but their mm -hmm. their daily or their yearly visitors uh, tourism is around a million, I believe, a million or two oh million, just because cruise ships, hundreds of thousands of people come and visit that area. So, you know, that's one thing, the cruise industry is shrinking a little, but uh, it's still mm -hmm. there. But certain things like that are, are becoming less and less popular, which, um, you know, me loving the environment and loving things like that. And I'm, I'm happy about that. So if you could go back in time, would you have made a different choice with your area of emphasis? Um, you know, I, I was very happy. I picked my tourism degree. I, I, I'm not regretting that decision at all, but that, you know, like I said, I was kind of a different person in first year. So there's definitely a few things. Uh, I've made a few notes about <laughs> certain <laughs> things I kind of changed about myself. Um, first, uh, do more research into all your choices. Um, so, you know, if you heard my reasonings for tourism, you realize, you know, I didn't mention an academic advisor. I didn't mention, you know, maybe listening to this podcast, for example, it was more my personal decision. And, you know, even being honest, that's, it's not, it's not risky per se, but it's best to discover all your options. For example, if I, if I didn't look into the beverage industry and, what things like that, because, you know, we, we're all in the same class and uh, food service management, for example. Um, if I didn't learn about that, I wouldn't know that was necessarily the industry I'd want to work into. And, you know, if I didn't do a math course in high school, I wouldn't know that I hate numbers. Uh, so, you know, if you know everything, you can make the right decision. Uh, so that's one thing I learned. Uh, another thing. Uh, a lot of people come to university in first year. Uh, this was me, you know, it it was for for the social aspect, you know, living in a dorm, you know, talking to people, uh, you know, going to parties, that sort of thing. You know, I'm all for that. That's definitely a good part of university. But yeah. 
Um, one thing, you know, I didn't realize until partway through my first year was just embracing those first and second year courses because uh, it's easy to kind of, you know, ride the wave and in in 400 person classes, which are a lot of first year courses, you know, it's it's easy to find the answer sometimes and some of the information is simple, but you get to, you know, uh, a fourth year course and the class is, is 20 people instead of 400. So yes. it's a little more specific. You need to know your information. You know, you need to be interested in the topic to do it. So, you know, really paying attention to your first and your second courses before you make your decision uh, is important. And uh, lastly, just that academic advisor point I made, uh, I've started connecting with my academic advisor. Her name's Allison, you guys know her, uh, such a nice lady. Um, I didn't connect to her till the end of my second year, but you know that just made my third and fourth year so much easier. I was able to plan, I was able to learn, connect, connect me to the right resources. Uh, so looking back, you know, it's really just, just, just looking, you know, just, just learning is the real, real yeah. thing that people should do. For sure. That sounds like a perfect way to um, survive university. I feel like um, if you look at the list, just the list of the courses in each of the air of emphasis, and you see, you know, like you'll notice there are some great, interesting, like interesting courses in every single of them. Whatever you think, like for the listeners, this is just for the listeners, whatever you think is best for you, like I would suggest go with that choice. Like, you know, but definitely do your research. Talk to Allison. Of course, we love Allison. And exactly, like, yes. definitely make sure that you're taking the guidance from people who are like who are experienced, like faculty advisors, like professors, even if you want to reach out to uh, professors in our hospitality um, department, please do that. I'm like all the professors are open to, you know, these kind of help and like these kind of assistance. Um, so, yeah, like definitely do that before you choose your area of emphasis. Exactly. Yeah. And I just want to make a point for um, yeah. the first years or the second years who might be listening. Um, because you guys have just started, you, you've done your courses online, so you haven't been able uh, to connect and be in person, and if you notice, it's 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 easy to to not commit and still get a passing grade. But you learn at the end of university that's that's not what it's about. It's about learning, and you know the only way you can discover what you like is to find it out. And the only way you find it out is to put some effort in. But it's not too much effort. You can still have fun at university and find out what you want to do in the future. So, uh, Oscar, what are you planning to do after graduating? Are you planning to find something in your industry or are you keeping your options open? What are you planning? So currently, though, I work at RTO3, which is a regional tourism organization number three. Um, there's 12 throughout Ontario and essentially it's uh, it's managing and trying to promote tourism in the local area. Uh, so mine is the, the Hamilton and the Halton region. Um, so currently, a, a fun thing I'm working on is film tourism in the area. So I don't know if you guys have seen um, maybe The Handsmaid's Tale um, or uh, Umbrella Academy, for example. That's that's a really nice show I, uh, I watched recently. Uh, so all of that is actually filmed in Hamilton and Toronto area. Uh, so, you know, the current job I'm doing is looking at those locations, potentially making a package to go see them. So 
you know, part of the part of my job is going to see that film location. So, you know, Umbrella Academy, I'm trying to think the the fancy home they live in at the start, the the mansion. That's actually a building in Hamilton. So, you know, that's something cool. That's that's not numbers. That's just a really cool building from a TV show that's super interesting and, you know, made me happy. So it's definitely going to make other people happy. So, you know, I'm sort of working in a job already that um, isn't in the industry and giving me an idea of what I like. Uh, maybe my final goal, I guess, is to travel abroad sometime soon. So I know I was talking before the podcast to you guys about um about my trip to British Columbia. Uh, so just that kind of made me realize, or not made me realize, but confirmed that traveling to a new place is, is so interesting. And even though it sounds a little scary, uh, just the things you learn make it so, so much worth it. So hopefully I'll end up uh, in England at some point working a job because it was a I was born there, although I don't have an accent, which is sad. OMG, Oscar, that job at RTO sounds like so fun. And like, I feel like I wish I had a tourism as my era of emphasis. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to work something like that. <laughs> Just the closing um, advice for the newcomers who are still like deciding for our listeners. One advice you would like to give them? Uh, yeah, so I think uh, this is something someone definitely could have told me um, that year I was undeclared and especially those those last few weeks where you really need to decide and you still haven't made your decision is you know don't be scared it's not the end of the world if you you know pick an area and you take one course and you're like oh, this this course sucks it's not it's not the thing I want to do I want to switch my degree you know there's a lot of different courses and there's a lot of different areas you can work in um, and you know Approximately, I don't know, 40 to 50 percent of graduates don't work in the industry that they get their degree. So, you know, if if I, you know, maybe majored in a different area of hospitality, um, maybe the beverage industry, I I've been mentioning Whistler and Blue Mountain. I, I could still work at Blue Mountain and have a really nice experience there and work in hospitality. And if I was, you know, thinking about moving to tourism, I could easily do that just because it's the hospitality industry and um, meaningful work experience is just, I know I said one point, but I'll just make a second point because, you know, however much school can teach you, uh, you got to experience it, you know, in the workplace to really tell if you like it, but you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. If you select your degree and you don't like it and, you know, make whatever decision you want and you don't have to stick with it. It's just, it's not set in stone, your future. So. Yeah, that that sounds like very realistic. And and it is true that you don't have to be nervous in making this decision. You don't have to be scared in making this decision. Um, just look at the courses, whatever interests you, pursue that. And even if you if even down the road, if you think it wasn't for you, like, it's just a part of the whole degree, like you'll still learn a lot of um other courses that you can um you know explore your career in so don't be scared don't be nervous and just make a decision yeah exactly and you know we can tell you not to be nervous i know i definitely was nervous when i made my decision but you know if you hopefully use the resources we've said you know, you'll make a decision and you'll be you'll be happy with it for sure 
All right. Thank you, Oscar, for um, sharing your experience with us. I'm pretty sure I'm confident that our listeners will be able to make a better decision after hearing this. And um, thank you for coming. We are so grateful for all the guests today who shared their first-hand experience with having to decide an area of emphasis. It is important for listeners to understand that there is no wrong choice. Today, we learned that choose what excites you, interests you, and challenges you. University life is all about exploring and finding out what you like and what you don't. So we suggest to not be scared to make that choice. Please reach out to your professors and faculty advisors for more information on Air of Emphasis. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you guys in two weeks with a new episode of Talk HTM. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Talk HTM. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, feel free to head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss our next episode. If you'd like to join us for a conversation or have a topic suggestion you want to share, head to HTMSA's website and click on Talk HTM to learn more.